Welcome to the greatest Welcome show on earth. Last show night on I the cut the light off in my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. 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 This is combat culture. Dark. This is combat culture. Welcome to the British Shore. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. That's bad. This, this is combat, this combat culture. culture. And we are live with Combat Culture Africa. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on your time zones. As usual, we've got the entire crew in the house today, and we're starting with the introductions as usual. Do I have Maya, Icebox, or Kuno on the table? Woo-woo! I also have my, my boy, my trainer, my sensei, Chidi, B-Boy, the male Nwanko. Yeah, what's up? And right beside me is my brother in baldness, <laughs> Innocent Skelly Edache. This guy, what's your problem? <laughs> yeah. And on the mic, as usual, it's Young Jalof, a.k.a. the chosen one, a.k.a. Do we talk about the first class graduate again today? Maybe not. All right. But we have a beautiful show lined up for us today. Um, three juicy topics quick and sweet we don't want to take too much time because we know everybody's getting ready for the fight card tonight so we're just going to go hop right into it first things first this week there was the shocking revelation of the legend and mystery behind mike bisping's right eye yeah and um does anyone want to kind of hop on and give our viewers our listeners um a backstory of what went down and the origin of the injury okay okay yeah so let me start with this even though i don't have as much information as should have but like I, I always it was never a secret about him having issues with his eye and after well, he had some nasty fights first of all who's mike bisping oh yeah michael bisping winner of the ultimate fighter season two one anyway one of the earlier ones can anyway. be one can be one okay one is uh obviously uh, uh, forrest griffin yeah forrest griffin so i think it's like two um one of the four forefront guys Bringing it uh, UK MMA wise, one of the most successful fighters from the, the UK. first British MMA, yeah, yeah, uh, or UFC, um, UFC yeah. champion. So, um, so he's really relevant for that for that reason. He's very outspoken about a lot of stuff. He's done really well in his career because he's also transitioned into media. He does a lot of um, anchoring, like MC work and commentating. So he's he's. I think he's been inducted in the Hall of Fame as yep, well. Yeah, yeah. So Recently, he's yeah. he's super he's super honored with that. He's fought everybody, you know, from Anderson Silva to Vitor Belfort, Dan Henderson, Dan Henderson. Like he's he's incredible. He's a legend. Um, he's done really well, and like I said, I, I really like um, how outspoken he is about. Even though I don't always agree with everything he's saying, but I just like how outspoken he is about about his feelings and stuff. Anyway, so he's in an interview with um, who's everyone? Who's he talking to? I don't know. Oh, anyway, he's in an interview. Uh, some video call and they're talking about was it the eye poke was in it? and then he reveals that he no, right. no, the, the topic was why he kept wearing shades back then oh okay yeah. okay but I know he mentioned about oh that he's only wearing shades to hide from the commission so that they wouldn't <laughs> they wouldn't stop him from fighting mm-hmm. but yeah then he just takes out this glass eye like he removes his right eye like on the, the whole, camera the whole thing comes out and he puts it back in like okay for our viewers out there like yeah. just try to imagine like Bond villain like that's like the best description exactly. yeah Bond exactly. right there. he's just looking and talking to him and he looks normal and he's blinking and then he just pushes the eyelids apart and it pulls the glass eye out it was so freaky like I, I never realized it got that bad to the point even when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and he talked a little bit about it but he didn't go I didn't know just how bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize his eye got mm-hmm. taken out. Completely. Jeez. So, 
the, the question now becomes what who did he fight with one eye and did that, he actually fight with the glass yeah, eye chill chill apparently it said he fought he fought a he couple fought of times with one eye and so he did everything he could to avoid the commission knowing that he had one Jesus one bad Christ. eye Chill actually said one bad eye, one missing eye. One one missing eye. Because the difference between a bad eye and a missing eye. It was the different difference. They say it, he, what everybody says is that at a point there was a time where there was discoloration and like reddishness. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yeah, here, and it disappeared. And everybody thought at that point that the discoloration had gone because his eye, eye his eye was cleared up. up. Yeah. No, it was because the eye was taken out. <laughs> Let me get this straight. This guy. Yeah. We can swear on it. No, 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 we can't swear on it. Our manager's gonna be mad. I'm sorry, manager. So let me get this straight. So this guy fought GSP with one eye. That's that's what he said. Chill said that this morning. Chill said that this morning. He fought the goat with one eye. Nah. As in what? Michael Bisping is the toughest and craziest person. In the world, Mike, Michael Bisping should be the one to hold the BMF belt before For it gets given to Nicky and everybody else. Yeah. And then, if not, they should if remove not the holding rock. it, the, the rock should eat to go away. Yeah, and exactly. then he needs to hand it over. Yeah, exactly. He needs to be the one to present that because that is That's because crazy. because I mean a lot of talk from the last UFC with um, Yair Rodriguez versus um, Jeremy, Stevens. Jeremy Stevens ending in the with the eye poke. And a lot of people were like, oh. Jeremy Stevens just copped out and like I think Brendan Sharp and all came out like no Jeremy Stevens is a beast man but eye poke is like yeah it's one of the most horrible things to feel yeah. and I, I remember one of my fights I got punched in the eye like dead on boom I, I lost vision in that left and that left eye still bothers me I, I think I've mentioned yeah, it before mentioned. and my left eye is like lazier than the mm-hmm. in like when I wake up like I don't see straight away with that eye mm. and I remember in that fight for like old age man <laughs> uh, you're so lucky we can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> I bought there's no cameras so I can flip it. <laughs> so um so yeah, like I remember it felt like if someone like took my eyelids and like stuffed cotton wool. Hmm. It was just cloudy from that eye. Oh, and, and and that was getting just getting punched. So imagine like getting multiple bits of trauma, getting the finger right into your eye. Oh. Like And this is another thing I'd like to add to the whole Michael Bisping thing. Do you think that was a secret? I'm sure the fighters knew. I'm sure he was going into fights and people knew his right eye is faulty. Like, yeah. it, I'm sure it wasn't a secret. Of course. And yeah. the people who would have crafted game plans mm. to attack that abuse. side. That eye, that side. So, you know, and for him to be not just competitive but hold a belt, I'd like. <laughs> I still try dude, to talk. Oh. Yeah. The count is the man. And let me just throw in one more thing. One of my. One of the stories about mixed martial arts, it didn't happen in the UFC, but about mixed martial arts that really pisses me off. There's a guy called Gerard Gordeaux. He fought oh, in yeah, UFC 1. He's the six foot seven Dutch guy yeah, who yeah, used yeah. to be a bouncer and all that. And a famously dirty fighter. Like, yeah. famously just, he would do anything. And he fought this, the fight should never have happened because Godot was 200 and, I don't know, 240 something pounds or whatever it was. And he fought this tiny Japanese guy called Yuki Nakai and stood over him. I don't know why the ref didn't stop this fight. Blasted him in the eye over and over again and repeatedly used the eye gouge like as a, as a weapon. Repeatedly used the eye gouge as a weapon. Yuki Nakai 
like that that fight ended his career wow. because he got blinded in his eye wow. in that fight. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So what, what were we thinking? But that was then? that was years UFC ago. one. No, yeah. this, this this didn't happen in UFC one. If it happened in what, some random Japanese promotion, mm. but Gordo fought in UFC, UFC one. one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I know back then yeah. a, a lot of those a lot of those issues that ensued then mm -hmm. is what built the rules that we That's have right. today. Mm -hmm. right? That's right. And because you know, like even like um, Joe Rogan famously always complains and disputes the whole 12 to 6 elbows being mm -hmm. illegal mm -hmm. because some somebody on the commission saw some karate competition people yeah, with like breaking blocks or mm -hmm. like with that with that movement mm -hmm. like, oh we can't have that mm -hmm. in there. so because there's a lot more dangerous moves that are legal than, than that the knee kick yeah even even cool. foot stomps yeah. yes Oh, foot stomps are, are they more dangerous? <laughs> if, Dude, if, if you get foot stomp in the right place, you literally like, separate like the torsos completely. And it's yeah, you can you can put someone out of training for a while. But wow. then, yeah. And and then oh, let's be honest, you know. Yeah, yeah, those things that hyperextend the knees. Somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody can put you in a crucifix where you cannot defend your head <laughs> and then blast you with elbows. Yeah. And but because it's not twelve to six. But because it's not twelve to six. That's that right. is fine. <laughs> okay. Come on. Let me add to what he said. Um, I recently watched, uh, listened to the interview uh, GSP gave um, Joe Rogan on the, when he came on the podcast yeah. some three years ago or so. And what, one of the things that he asked um, GSP during the interview was with regards to his fight with Mike Bisping. And he said, okay, knowing that his eye, right eye was compromised, did you craft any game plans just to add to what you mm -hmm. said? And GSP said yes. Him and Ferras <laughs> yeah. had entire drills, oh, entire yeah. drills figured so out attacking, yeah. attacking so outside. that they would set him up and he would reveal the right eye and, and then he could, he could hook yeah. it. Like it was, it was in their game plan from training camp to start. To is it, if you have any kind of weakness that is kind of known to anybody other than your team, GSP is one of the worst people to fight. That, that entire camp, Sport the TriStar guys, mm -hmm. because Ferras they would, they would literally mm. like. Bring in scientists. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Sit down, watch your tape. Yes. Pick your slow. Watch it in hyper slow mo mode. And like dude, those guys are he, he, so he, methodical. They did something with this guy, um, BJ Penn. Fight with BJ Penn. Oh, yeah. What Firas did with with um, with GSP was that they would they watched. They knew that okay, his that his punches come out really fast. Mm. But they also noticed that his that his recovery was slow. Hmm. So what they did was they got a, a HD camera. Then they recorded, they got footage of him throwing numerous punches. And then they recorded frame by frame how many frames it takes for his punch to come out and how many frames it takes for his hand to mm -hmm. come back. Mm -hmm. And then they compared that amongst other people GSP had fought and GSP himself. So they could use that to know where GSP could take advantage wow. of the punch. So that that's the kind of shit, that's the kind <laughs> of stuff they do in the build up to the build up to their fights. So yeah. If you remember that fight in fact, like that was during the time BJP was ripping people, just destroying, destroying yeah. people. And I, I remember that time, my friend, myself, and my friend Les, I said, "Who's gonna be BJ, man?" And GSP literally destroyed him, broke, destroyed him. He didn't come out for the fourth yeah. round. Right? No, he didn't. He, he just refused yeah, to come out. Like he, he yeah. broke him. Mm -hmm. that, you, know, you know, the difference between Beating. winning yeah. and then when you when you when you when you take the fight from somebody yeah. probably, like yeah. you took it out like i don't want to continue this yeah. i don't longer want to be in here mm. like that that's when you broken the yeah. person you so like in, in many ways he's pretty much like khabib right like he actually yeah. just drains takes you out the, the takes the fight out of you you don't want to be there that particular fight Connor didn't want to be there example, yeah. um dustin <laughs> dustin was asking the question what am i going to do with this guy yeah. like how am i going to get him off like that's right you just take it away from me crazy
that's why that's why GSP um, possibility of GSP's return is on the list this afternoon. Yeah. yeah. And um, recently, the inf information came out that well, not information. Oh, before that, anyway, people yeah. were talking about GSP and Khabib. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. That, and that was that, that made sense. It's apparently high level Khabib's co co contract. Yeah. His con his, the con his contract with with um, the UFC has a GSP clause. Closing it. Yeah. The only reason the only yeah. reason I feel like it won't happen. Is Khabib will refuse to to um, to do Move catch weight, weight. Yeah. and GSP cannot. No, dude, that's story. No, bro. It's, oh, did, didn't you see the? the <laughs> do you follow GSP on Instagram? He's gonna make lightweight this week. Dude. Seventy-five hour water fast. He looked parched. He looked drained, and he was about to eat sushi. And the first comment, the first highlighted comment you'll see under there was from Khabib saying one five five question mark. Uh, yeah, from so, Minoui too. See, because he was already a big middleweight. Yeah. He used to walk around over 200 pounds. Wow. And just he never had a problem with making weight. And no, no, he always did, but he, he always made weight. Yeah. But he was a massive guy. Yeah. And he always talked about how much weight he had to cut True. to get down there. To go down the lightweight, well, to fight Khabib. The, the stories right now, bro, are that he is coming to fight, he's going to fight... Um, his his next appearance should be at the start of next year, and the two fights that are coming. Wait, so he's coming out of retirement? Yeah, he's coming. He, he, so that's so that's confirmed. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to come to fight, and um, he well he's expressed interest in fighting Khabib in the past, but Khabib is it would be a robbery for Khabib yeah. to not fight Tony Ferguson. So, no, definitely yes. Yeah. yeah. So Tony the, has the next fight. I, sure. I got this from Chill this morning. It's probably the same video that um, Skelly is talking about as well. Chill was saying that he has from very very good sources and from the different fighters training camps mm -hmm. and their managers and right now gsp is in active training he's doing 100 meter sprints every morning he's hitting the bag he's, he's getting back in shape so clearly he's preparing for a fight but it's if we if we want to, to project we kind of know that he can't be fighting khabib because khabib is no Ferguson and Tony even came out this week to say that a fight has been settled upon. He can't talk about it yet, but he's get, he's definitely getting a fight done soon. Championship mm. only. So now he is. I'm not going to talk about it, but championship only. <laughs> <laughs> so we we know now that, I love that, that guy. <laughs> we know now that that Tony is fighting someone, yeah. likely Khabib. Yeah. GSP <laughs> is preparing for a fight. Who and we know it's not Khabib if Khabib is fighting Tony. Yeah. So his sources, um, Chael sources. Told him that it's a corner fight that he's coming back for. That is, and that it should be before it, it's going to be within the first quarter of 2020. Can I throw one more thing about the corner fight? Ah, if we're looking at weight, it. right? Yeah. From he retired at middleweight, 205. Uh-huh. Lightweight no, is. GSP was welterweight. He beat. Uh, okay. Yeah. He, he beat. Um, he was, was welterweight champion. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He beat. He beat. My, but he came back at and um, fought at, at middleweight. middleweight. Yes, exactly. So, middleweight, 205, right? Middleweight is 185. Sorry, 185. Yeah. So, um, light, light, light heavyweight is 205. Yeah. All the way down to, um, to uh, 155 lightweight. That's, that's huge. That's massive. Welterweight makes more sense. Mm. Conor has fought at welterweight yeah, before, he fought right? Diaz he fought Diaz at welterweight yeah, before. Yeah. And or short it kind of... And get this. I know... I lost. I know the... Yeah, true. I know the rea the reaction to um, and one once. Yeah, one once. Know, I, 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 no, no, it wasn't the same way. The second fight. Oh, oh. Second weight was Walter Wade. He actually asked for that to be Walter Wade. Um, 
the the I I know everyone here around this table thinks that if Connor steps into a cage with GSP, Connor might die. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it kind of makes sense for Connor. The last time we saw Conor McGregor in an octagon, he lost. He hasn't won a fight in years. Yeah. In years. He's stupidly rich. He needs a challenge. He needs something that will appeal to his massive ego as, according to him, the best to ever do it. Why not fight the actual best to ever do But he needs to win too. Yeah. If if he loses if he loses versus GSP that's over. Oh, but then but then here's the thing. Yes. Let me let me he's gonna let me, be rich, but he's gonna lose relevance still. Yes. Even with uh, something even though something that's monumental, I just don't like this fight. Yeah. I don't want it to happen. What does it what does it what does it, what does it add to him if he beats some guy who's ranked number eight in the world? Who like Donald Cerrone kind of thing? Yeah, what if he fights Donald Cerrone and he wins? It doesn't add anything to his legacy. I, I get that. Yes. No, but but, like but it, up, it puts him like, back on the win. Yeah. I want him to win and be relevant yeah. again. Yeah. My, problem with, then, my problem with Conor McGregor is that he thinks he's like up the ladder. I feel like he needs to climb the ladder. Well, that's what you guys are saying as well. He, well he's just coming out with a big fight. That, he doesn't but, deserve but that. He, another thing, like the reason why I, like Conor is he apparently got nine figures for his fight against uh, Floyd against Floyd, Floyd yeah. like money he set yeah. everything he set this guy if for him to actually get himself up to do the work to train to get to you know to cut weight all that stuff I feel like he needs a monumental fight like a a stop the world fight and there are very few people who can give that to him one is Khabib one is Khabib even if he gets That's Tony Ferguson Tony Ferguson does not have him. yes yeah. these are terrible fights for him you know, he's already lost to Khabib. Like, I feel like the only big fish for him, and, and, and I'm, doing, I'm looking at this from, from Conor's me, I own can, mind. I, I know where you're coming The from. only fight for him, and I say I'm Conor McGregor, the only fight that will make me do all this shit, sorry, is, 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 is the supposed, in his mind, the supposed goat. The guy who's walking around with think. my reputation, the reputation that I think I should have as the greatest of all time, and that's GSP. Now, having said yeah. that, for Conor's own safety, you shouldn't take that fight. Yeah, I, I, I think also for the legacy, even though he, uh, he might be thinking this, I want to cement his legacy, this is not a fight to cement his legacy. Mm. It is not yeah. a fight. Yeah. That's actually and, true. And also, so be there are still some, and there's still some other good fights. Even, even the Dustin rematch makes a lot more sense yeah. Yeah. to me because that's one that he won before. You can say Dustin is different now, he's improved a lot more. We saw what we did to Max Holloway, mm -hmm. who gave Connor a tough time yeah. when mm -hmm. they fought. Um, so like, let's see what they look like now after all this time and then they both lost to the same person. There's a lot more fights that make a lot more sense and are more winnable for I just, I, I, And then for me, there's no win. That JSP Connor fight, there's no win for me. Because I don't want to see JSP lose. I don't want to see Connor lose. Yeah. I don't want to like, like, I, I don't Well, you know, we can't live like that. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I don't want it to happen. Like, I agree with what you're saying, though. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Connor needs to build, climb the ladder. Because, again, there are rankings for a reason. He can't just shoot his way to the top like that. Out of nowhere. Con Connor, is, Connor will point to, look. I guess he, I I guess he's a money fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Connor will point to, I've, I've, I was a champ champ. I beat I, I destroyed legends of this game mm -hmm. and people still don't say my name in the same breath mm -hmm. as this guy. Mm -hmm. 
because of so many things like losing for the last three years yeah and, he's ranking and, <laughs> and then the antics out of the so it's redemption should, is, what you should be thinking about is redemption exactly and redemption, redemption is partly like climbing the ladder again yeah. Yeah. so like and then you shouldn't even look at it climb the ladder it's just i'm just finding redemption i'm mm. like so i've got to do this all over again to win my fans back and all that because he, he he tweeted about the bmf title like someone he, he said oh where where like what did he say again um where is this bmf fight happening again or something and then dustin said yeah. something about him not winning three for three years. and a half years and he said check my bank account <laughs> check my bank account man but, but that's the that's the that's the response yeah. of in my opinion not a that's not a fighter's response no, it's a a fighter's response it's like tyson said these yeah. days we just have businessmen we don't have fighters yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was my mike tyson impersonation <laughs> but, but then can i can i just introduce the flip side of that yeah. the flip side of that is that khabib um and i'm sure when this fight actually gets announced we'll have a lot of time to talk about it but the flip side is that khabib can't scratch his gsp itch because it's Everybody agrees. Dana, you can't keep doing this to Tony. It's Sorry. Tony's turn. No, that, Technically, it's not Dana's fault, to be honest. And I, I feel like, um, <laughs> I feel like, for the sake of just the viability of lightweight, like it's just going to end up. It already is, Khabib up here, and everybody's just playing with themselves down yeah. below. Mm -hmm. it, I kind of, oh God, because I love Khabib, but I really, really want to see. Ferguson, not necessarily can be blues, although it has to happen for what I my my preferred <laughs> scenario to come to pass. But I really want to see a champion Ferguson. You know why? I don't know what the heck Dana is gonna do with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dana is just gonna be confused. Like, like I can't put this guy in front of a camera. Who knows what he's gonna say? <laughs> Hashtag championship. <laughs> like uh, I live, I live for that moment. Oh man. It's all we can all we can say for certain is that the next twelve months are going to be really exciting. Yeah, really. Yeah, like really see the exciting. the fight the fight world right now is it's like fire. It's like it's like when Marvel decided to start doing movies, exactly. Of comics, it things just got exciting. Yeah, like the possibility of the things they can do and all that. So yeah, it's it's super 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 exciting times. Great stuff. All right then. So we have one more thing on the menu for this afternoon slash morning, and that is Izzy, the style bender, Adesanya, versus Robert the Reaper Whitaker, happening in Australia, the Marvel Stadium tonight. And um, the last episode, we drilled into this deeply. Everybody gave their opinions, their analysis, their expectations, predictions of the fight, and everything. But today, I think we should just give our final words. I'm sure everybody. So, like before coming here, I was watching the um, I was watching Ed Israel's entire fight videography from uh, when he was an amateur MMA fighter all the way up to the build build up in the UFC. So um, I just watched that and that like ink that burp, like lit up a fire in my chest. And like I'm sure everybody here has a different opinion as to what. Uh, just have everybody has something to say about how this fight's going to turn out. So yeah. Up on the mic, what are your thoughts? First of all, like um, I was watching Whitaker's interview, and I was watching him literally Whitaker's interview. Yeah. And then uh, I found something interesting though, because I don't think Whitaker like sees Adesanya as a threat, much of a threat at least. 
Because then he said something like that actually just caught my attention. He was like, I mean, he's, he's, okay, Adesanya has had just one, one, like, fight where he one actually war. had to go, yeah, one war, Deep basically. Waters. Yeah. Yeah. But Whitaker, like, he has had that, he has had that, like, most of his whole fights. Mostly, well, the specifically four. three. Yeah, last yeah three the last three, three right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that, that actually makes sense, like... That's, he literally sees Adesanya as, oh, okay, this is just like a, a small boy. Walk in the board, park. Yeah. Walk in the park. Oh, no. the, the vibe Gosh. I get from him is that he, he feels that it, that it's the, um, that Izzy needs to be taught a lesson and he's the person to teach it to him. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think it's more I that. I, yeah. I feel like he's, he's trying not... He feels like Israel is quite ego-driven ego and he thinks he's a lot better than he yeah. is. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not even going to feed you mm. with that thing that makes we'll, sense we'll do it in so the I'm just gonna keep just pretending like you uh, don't exist. shit that kind of thing but yeah. think about it though if he sees him like that then he, he's 100% sure mm. there's nothing easy can do to hurt him because again he's been with Romero on the road almost knocked him out like numerous times yeah. he, he thinks he, he that's I, I agree with you 50 in that minutes sense. of he, Romero yeah. that's nearly an hour yeah. think about that put that in context oh, I have a headache one <laughs> hour of Romero that's animal <laughs> running towards you this guy what's it going to kind of actually take up one hour yeah. of Ro I think Romero. I think if you can do that then you've earned the right to be a list a little bit cocky you can I think, you can do anything. I think, you, I can, think. you can slap a country's president yeah. <laughs> 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 That's how intense you are. I love you. <laughs> Did you see that um, that video? I, I think I saw it this morning. And the, you know they're setting up Marvel Stadium. They're doing and it's uh, it's Robert Whittaker in his suit, and he's sitting there like he's sitting there. The um, and you're not sitting. He's standing there, silent, not basically not moving. And Ariel Helwani was like. Robert Whittaker has been standing here, silent, like this, for the last 10 minutes. Like, he didn't move. It's just like, in his mind, I think he's just playing the Did whole fight play in play. his head. Like, alone. And that guy, just in terms of the whole build-up so far, um, I'm just finding that I like him a lot as a person. Like, you yeah. know, you, you talked about his struggles with depression. Yeah. Like, like, you know, he's... There's there's depth to him, you know. We we're talking before we started recording about how mature he is for a guy who's 28, 28. You know, um, and he also, I think, um, even though, like, like I, I agree with with what you guys were saying about the way he views um, Israel's personality, um, but at the same time, I think there's a healthy respect there because I heard him talk about the things that Israel is good at. And it was, it, you know, this is not a guy who is taking this lightly. He studied Israel. He know, like he, you know, he talked about how um, there are certain fighters who are very, very good without you even realizing it. They're very, very good at turning the fight into the kind of fight they like. Like you may go in and it's like, oh, I'm going to take this guy down. I'm going to do something. And then before you know it, you're standing and you're trading punches with this guy. And he said the same thing about Yoel Romero, that that's something about Yoel Romero's game that he had identified before. And I just feel like coming into this fight, I've developed a stronger respect for Robert Whitaker. Not that I didn't respect him before, of course I did. But he's, he's prepared. There's no doubt in my mind that he's prepared for yeah. this fight. So, uh, yeah. can I just ask? Yeah. Um, so, like, again, with 
had like a week to actually analyze the fighters completely. So do you think now, how do you think you've learned anything new that like alter your predictions so far? (laughs) See, I came here with half a mind to change my prediction because I said I felt Robert Whitaker would win. But I was going to do it for the complete wrong reason. The reason I was going to change my prediction is and by the way, there's something I think we should start doing. I'll, I'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. But I only changed my prediction because I was looking at my recent streak of horrible predictions. <laughs> I need something. To, I, need, I need a game changer. <laughs> maybe I should say Izzy is going to win. You know, maybe. <laughs> so, and you're the only one who thinks Israel is going to win. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, he said 50 50. Well, I, I did say 50 50, uh-huh. but my fi- final prediction okay, was Izzy. Okay. You said if it goes, if it goes get the distance, he's going to win. But if not, this guy's going to knock him out. I, my, the only thing I'm changing about what I said was uh, is that it, it, it's either going to be originally I said head kick fourth round. Now I'm saying either head kick fourth round or left hook fourth round. Wow. That's with the simplicity of what is. Okay. So Six. for me, I actually genuinely had a change. Okay. And at first I thought it was for the wrong reason. I thought I was just being patriotic to my guy, yeah. Israel Sonia, like yeah. I love you for the underdog story. Yeah. So it might have even started off like that. But then after I watched a few other things, I didn't do the whole thing where I watched the whole mm. Israel like um anthology thing. Yeah. But I but I also watched a few clips and I heard a few things and I saw some things from training. And I think Israel too is playing down just how prepared yeah. he is Fair for, enough. for this. I think that there might be I feel like there there's been a part where he's put the ego to the side. The ego drive because it's necessary. Like I'm not saying ego drive in a negative way at all. No, but put it to the side. Yeah. And it's like I genuinely have a like my biggest opposition right in front of me. Like mm-hmm. the biggest. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tackle this. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, and then also considering Whitaker's layoff, <clears throat> I know some people come back and make it seem like they never went anywhere. Oh, yeah. But that layoff it's been away for a while yeah. due to injury and stuff yeah. like that. I, I see that playing a factor. Playing, play, yeah, I, feel that, I see that playing a little bit of a, a factor in this. Well, and, um, which fight was it? Was it the Hollow, no, Holloway? Holloway? Fight? No, not Holloway. Uh, the one he couldn't fight because it was. The one so it was Nate Diaz coming back. Yeah, Nate Diaz coming. So we we can confirm that Ring Ross is not a thing. Dude, it's, not, it's not like not a thing. It's not everybody. Else. Yeah, some Ring people Ross come has back. Burned me so many times in predictions. Yeah. Like I'm always like, ah, this guy has been away for so long. And then they just come back, yeah. patch the other guy. It's, 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 it's the same way is why it's difficult to predict fights. Yeah. Because you can't say, oh, this guy's record has this many wins, that's why yeah. he's going to win. So the MMA same the same way Ring Ross works work. too. Um, sometimes people don't feel it. Sometimes you come back and face somebody that makes you feel that mm-hmm. Ring Ross. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you've prepared in a way that you didn't have any Ring Ross at all. Yeah. But um, something I wanted to bring up as well about Robert Whittaker's age, because we mentioned that him being 28 and young. They posted something on um, why we love MMA. Um, about the the biggest eight differences with every of his UFC opponents. So obviously, your Romero he had fourteen Jesus. year fourteen yeah. year age gap. Yeah. Jacare D'Souza eleven year age oh, gap. Wow. Stephen Thompson eight year ga- oh, um, yeah. age gap. Rafael yeah. Natal eight yeah. years as well. Derek Bronson seven years. Uriah Hall seven years. Mm-hmm. And even Adesanya has two years. Two years. Yeah. So it, it tends to always be the younger guy. Mm-hmm. He's the real product. Do you, do you reckon that might that might be a factor in the fight? Him being the younger one. Yeah. 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 Because like both of them, Again, they're not even in their prime yet. And, 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 and also, just 
people like your Romero just threw all the formulas in the water. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, true. Threw it in the fire. Yeah, fire. Yeah. And, you know, we just saw your Romero fight Paulo Costa, who went in there at age 28. Mm. And Joel Romero is actually biologically able to be that guy's father. Yeah. yeah. And they went the to distance. The distance. Yeah. So, you know, he's fought some freaks. I'm not... I, God, it's just two guys that I really, really like. I love I just the show, really, really like. But I'm, I'm changing my prediction. I'm saying Iro takes it in the third. Oh, in the third? third. Knockout. In the third, not knock. Oh, TKO. TKO, TKO. TKO makes, makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Interesting. Okay. Third TKO. Interesting. All right. All okay, this. Uh, uh, yeah. No, go ahead, man. Uh, just just before we round up, like, I just want to, like, touch on Israel, uh, you know, the interim champ, the people's champ. So, like, he's, uh, we all know that he's doing a lot for the sports. Like, mm -hmm. again, there are not that much people, much people from from Nigeria, is specifically, out there doing something, being a, actually being a really good poster boy mm -hmm. for the country mm -hmm. as well. And he does that perfectly. Because, yeah. again, look at, let's say... Somewhere like boxing, we have uh, Anthony Joshua. He does it well, but he's—I would say he's like a poster boy. Plus, he's more British. Than he's Nigeria. British at the end yeah. of the day. But like, look at Israel. He, again, Israel—he didn't really grow up here that much. Yeah, yeah. But, he's but he still represents way more. Yeah. So that's one really good quality I actually like about him. I—I I, I was watching a, an interview with Israel, and I was just like, "Oh, this guy is wearing." Ankara shirts that I would not wear. <laughs> like, oh, this guy is a real Yoruba. Like, man. don't forget that. Yeah. That fight, I don't remember who he just beat. And Calvin he was speaking, no, there's one fight he was speaking Yoruba, Yoruba yeah. telling yeah. That he, to the crowd. Yeah. Like, after they giving him the mic, he was <laughs> Yoruba, saying that he was going to beat every, like, he, I, he was saying in Yoruba oh. that he's going to beat everybody here. Was he, he not started dancing Zagu Zagu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anderson yeah. yeah. uh, <laughs> Silva fight. It was not. It was not. It was, it was, it was, it was not. The one before the that. The one that he was doing the dance. Yeah. 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 That was before that. Derek Blankson, is it? It might have been. It might have been. Yeah. Anyway, he was speaking Yoruba. Like blasting it out, man. I'm sorry. Did you guys see the waves as well? Because he did the exact same thing. He spoke Yoruba too. Was it Yeah. Oh, it was Yoruba? Yeah. Oh. When the face off, like. What did you say? Did you should, like, like, should I tell you something? At the end of this fight, Garant, unless something really ugly happens in, in the in the cage, I think we'll see a real show of respect. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think so. They're just having to promote a fight. Yes. And even then, nobody's really talking shit about yes. the other yes. one. Yes. You know, they're just not. So I It's I so just, perfect. It really even is. the location of it. Yeah. Both like you know the New Zealand Australia mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's absolutely perfect. I, I'm, I'm, I love the fact that not, no nationality has been hidden. Mm. Australia is getting all the, mm -hmm. is getting the actual like location for the actual mm -hmm. fight. New Zealand is being represented. Nigeria is not getting left behind. Yeah. Even when UFC post Albany, they put the, the flag yeah. next yeah. to it as well. I love that that is happening. That's it, true. To me, it's, even if they're doing it for the wrong reasons, even if US is just doing it because of their own game plan for the future or whatever, mm -hmm. I still don't love still the fact that it's happening. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's that global community thing happening and the fact that you don't have to suppress one to push the other. Mm -hmm. And I, um, about this nationality thing, I noticed something too. Um, it's not just the UFC. Mm. The NFL, for example, um, had, has, has a long history of Nigerians, like doing mm. really, really well in the NFL. And, you know, I was scrolling th through um, Instagram last Sunday and two teams were playing each other with two very prominent Nigerians on each okay. team. It was the, the Lions and the Chiefs. And the NFL had a post 
about both of them and they were like ahead of you know Nigerian independence wow. you know very you know, nice yeah, wow. you know, and they like they showed both of them and I was just like wow That's somebody was like ah October first is coming let's let's That's send Nigerians sense. a little bit of love so we 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 are more of a very often when I look at Nigeria's place in 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 these kinds of foreign dominated mm -hmm. sports I'm always like how many Nigerians actually pay attention you know but but we have a massive diaspora we're yeah. massive. And we, a lot of the time, we don't even count those people as part of our population because they hold other nationalities. Yeah. But we are a factor. We are. So, so yeah. as we wrap this up, I just want to bring to attention that we're going to be throwing a UFC viewing party for UFC That's 243. Right. Yeah. It's going to be holding at the minister's mansion. That's right. It's not so much of a mansion, but that's what we're going to call it. Um, tomorrow, because obviously Australia, it's showing in Australia, and it's showing here um, about 6 a.m. So anyway, we're going to work it out. 6 a.m. on Sunday. So we're going to work it out anyway. We're going to have that. And then for Kamaru Usman's fight that's happening in December 14th, I think. Yeah. We're going to definitely do the UFC viewing party much yeah. bigger. So yeah. UFC, uh, keep paying attention to combat culture. We're doing everything we can over on this end to just keep pushing out that's right. what's going on. Yeah. So yeah, we're all looking forward to that. All the best, guys, both Israel and with Robert. Robert you, know, you guys, just go out there and display yourselves. Do the best you can, man. Yeah, this shout out to you guys. Alrighty. Great. So, yeah. Good show, guys. Mm -hmm. Bye.